Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast for late January 2017. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who has been kicked out of the Junk Time leadership group. It's Adam Rosenbachs. I've got to say I'm disappointed, Michael. It's, um, it was my lifelong dream to be in a leadership group and I thought the last three years I've done a really good job. But you were loving it. You know, it comes down to the vote. You mm. know, the, the people have spoken. And what, what kills me the most is that there was two voters in this leadership ballot and mm-hmm. I didn't get a vote. You got nothing. No, and I was one of them. Like, I just cannot believe I lost. So I had a two-point victory. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. How did I lose it? I thought everything I've done over the last three years has been solid. Mm-hmm. I've um, ne- never let this show down. Never missed a session. Never missed a session. If you're first to get there, last to leave. Last to leave. I, I, I'm you're a mentor. I'm a friend of everyone. I, I, I speak to people on social media. I, um, I talk to... I've... I've gotten junk time known across the world. People don't know about the hospital visits you do. No, they don't. I mean, sure, I'm <laughs> I'm going to apologise and ask that they don't lay charges, <laughs> but I'm still there. Yeah. You know, I see kids, I see family members going to visit the people that you know I've been in altercations with, mm-hmm. and people just don't they they overlook that sort of stuff. It's disappointing. Mm. Well, you, you know, it's not over yet. There's always next year. I don't know if I can come back from it. I think um, I'm happy to you know help push. The Junk Time podcast forward, but I'll help mentor you. You're obviously the captain now. Mm-hmm. You got the two votes, and I'm happy to just sit back and let you, you know, lead from the front. Oh, thank and you. And I will not, I will not snipe from the back. Oh. I, I, I'm team first. <laughs> hey, we got a very special guest, Adam. Very special guest. Very special guest joining us for the third time. Yes, third I believe time. so. Third time. Yeah. It is Nick Maxwell. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Hello, Nick. Uh, I'm uh, just for everyone listening. I think it's fascinating that I've now found out because I've never done a podcast with both of you at the same time, um, and I'm now officially in the Wayne Jackson Studios. Yeah, and I've found out that it's actually a Hog's Breath Cafe. So uh, there you go. <laughs> Mate, fascinating. Don't, don't break the magic. <laughs> no, I'm uh, sorry. I just Mate, that, no. We, we buy you a plate of curly whirly fries. Yeah, and this is how you respond to us. Yes, yeah, yeah. sir. I just get a porterhouse, uh, medium rare if that's okay. Thank you. Well, with, it's a with, bit underdone, with actually. They <laughs> are a classy establishment, the Hog's Breath. Well, I think I think anyone who dines at a place named after the Hog's yeah, yeah. Breath, the breath of a pig, <laughs> the breath of a pig, is the just, odor of a pig. They're not aiming too high. It's very interesting, kind of workshopping. Okay, what's yeah. really disgusting? Yeah, <laughs> people don't, don't want to go near. Yeah. Is it because it relaxes people? You know, they're like Hog's Breath Cafe. It's like, oh, finally, a place that doesn't take itself too seriously. I don't know if I'd be relaxed if a hog was breathing on me though. The breath <laughs> of a hog just on the on the back of your neck. You're like, what's that? Maybe because so I've. So would you like more breath of a hog? <laughs> Maybe because I've, I think I've only ever dined in them at Queensland, but they've, yes. they've got a very Queensland feel to me. That's where I think the Gold Coast Shuns, rather than Fiat, should be uh, sponsored by <laughs> Hogsbreath. <laughs> it makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. It's a very Gold Coast thing. Well, there would have to be one near Cavill, surely. I think there is. I think that's the only time I've eaten at a Hogsbreath, and I believe yeah, yeah. it was on the Gold Coast. Okay, if we can put that together, there's got to be a cut for the Junk Time podcast. 
just you know what? Just try like, and get a sponsorship just, deal. Just one yeah. percent of just hooking up that sponsorship deal. Gary Ablett Jr. running around in a jumper that their their clash strip can just be a huge pig's head. That's not bad, <laughs> is it? Just, uh, people love pig's heads. Yeah, that could be called the pig's head gang. That could be a nickname. <laughs> or I think mate, perhaps perhaps the thought no, process. Adam. Perhaps the thought process behind it was um, if you're okay with Hog's breath, that by the time you get in there, nothing can be worse. Mm, like nice. you go, oh, this right. this this, this, <laughs> this chicken burger is fucking awful, but it's still better than Hog's breath. Can we? Yeah, can expectations we, are low. Shall we look up the beautiful menu of Hog's breath? Yeah, of course. Of course. No, no, we'll get on to football shortly. We're going to football. It's yeah. a classic case of setting the bar low. And yes. people come in and going, this is fantastic. I mean, from outside, I thought this was going to be absolutely disgusting. Yeah. It's really just pretty average. Yep. Okay. Uh, these, these, ribs are, these ribs are great. I mean, I can't, I can't see them for the barbecue sauce on them, but they're delicious. I'm just thankful that the ribs aren't breathing on me. <laughs> uh, we head through uh, to the hogatizers. Oh, the hogatizers. <laughs> the hogatizers at the, at the top. Yep, yep. Uh, crumb prawns, you get six of them for fourteen ninety five. To me, that strikes me as a bit too much. Oh, I was going to say reasonable. No, that's not reasonable. I've suddenly realised this is going to be a huge issue with the, the diets the players that the Suns are on. But anyway, go on. They don't have to eat there. They just have to well, wear the Well, uh, Collingwood sponsored by McDonald's or have they not been in the past? Oh, I don't think it's an issue. I think players can get, you know, they just, they up the, they go for a run straight after. No, I think it's fantastic. The Australian Open having an official betting partner. Uh, yeah. It's, it's really good. It's stuff like that is good. For the Sports ve- being sponsored by fast food places, it's great. For the vegans, you can get the uh, Boss Hog Mushies. <laughs> That's some Cajun crumb mushrooms with tartare sauce. It's all down to the hog breath. Uh, why don't we check out the Hog's Trimalicious menu? So do you, would you say Trimalicious is if you're trying to lose weight? Yeah. That's for, that's for your football. That's for your professional. And the families can go, go for the, um, the hogatizers. Here we go. And get the tutti frutti sundae. It's grapes, <laughs> orange, pear, banana and apple set in strawberry jelly with uh, some mango sorbet on top of that. Yeah, oh, I don't know how healthy that one is. It's a, great, it's a dairy-free option, as they point out. But I'm <laughs> not sure. Oh, they've got the burgers. So the burgers surely are going to have some pretty cool names. Do they have curly whirly fries? Like the curly pig's tail? I mean, they should. Oh, I, if they the, the the one time that I went there, which was probably about twenty years, twenty odd years ago, when I when didn't know what they were, because maybe they weren't in Melbourne, and I went to Queensland. I was like, oh, what's I've, this? I've hit the, the jackpot breath, here. The breath of what? <laughs> uh, and then you can get. Uh, let me see. Lamb shanks, thirty four ninety five. Everything's mm. ninety five. They're not cheap, are they? Boss hog beef ribs. They're thirty nine ninety five. Oh, ribs are quite expensive, though. Me. I love ribs. Yeah, I do love ribs. I love pork ribs in particular mm. over beef ribs, and but and you have to go to shitty places to get them. Cannot get them cheap. No, you can't at all. Forty bucks, forty five bucks. Mate, they do an antipasto. That is class. Yeah. Now that is class from the hoggies. <laughs> there is something about eating meat off a bone that you kind of feel like a. You feel like a real man. Oh, yeah. Well, you know who would love that would be Gary Ablett. He's paleo. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He can so still he, do that. He would yeah. fucking love it. There's a bit of news about our, our friend Gary. He's uh, sailing up. What? He's sailing up at the Gold Coast. But he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's signed to the Gold Coast for many, many years, he's Michael. two more years. Yeah, that doesn't necessarily... He's leaving. He's just selling his house. He's allowed okay. to live in the same place. Okay, then so what's he going to do? Is he going to rent? Um, no, no, it's, in, it's selling, mate. Um, so he has, well, the Herald Sun, they've got speculation that Champion will leave at the end of the year, um, even though he has two years on the uh, contract. On the contract. Because he put it on the market. Now, that, now let's look up the house. Let's take a look through it. Yeah, what's it cost? So it's loading up now here. Uh, 
Gary Ablett selling. Oh, look at that! That backyard looks fantastic. It's a nice place. Now I, I don't I don't know my uh, real estate that well, but it's it's a three thousand three hundred and forty two square meter residence. Now, yep. no, I, I think my flat is about uh, eight <laughs> square meters. So I think I think Gary's doing okay up there on the on the Goldie. It's got lagoon style pool, a yeah. barley hut, so it does kind of have a bit of a kind of a thatched hut. Got a tennis court and pontoon. Pontoon? Now, I don't know. Is it is a pontoon like a thing that goes out in of the pool? water a bit? Yeah. I and then you can jump off. It's like a little island in the, near the pool? Oh, yeah. Yeah, a little island. It's got a pontoon. And it's within walking distance of uh, Hogsbreath. <laughs> well, that's good. Now, the, one of the first thing you'd have to do if you did buy this property is if you've got pontoons, and it looks like there might be a little bit of a, a swim-up bar area where you can just sort of hang out, you've got to drain oh, that yeah. pool. The amount of urine... <laughs> <laughs> that is floating. That that pool is just it's hundred percent urine at the moment. <laughs> and I know it's Gary Ablett's and if you're a huge Geelong End or Gold Coast fan, you'd want that. You'd want to <laughs> bottle it, sell it. But if you don't, you're gonna you're gonna have to you're gonna have to drain it. What how can, how do you have a swim up bar at home? I mean I mean at a fancy hotel you can swim up and get a drink or a burger, but what do you do at home? You gotta pour it yourself, don't you? Yeah. You gotta you swim get, up and then reach over. Yeah, and swim around or something. Your mum's gotta come out yeah. with the sausages. Who's ringing the bell for the for the happy hour? Yeah. Who's handing you your bin tank and saying you can't have glass in the pool, mate? It's not working. That yeah. there's definite points lost for that. Has he got a home theatre? No, no. Has he what? Has he, has he got a mini version of uh, what's their ground called? The oh, Metricon. Has he got yeah. a little mini Metricon out. out the back? Is that yeah. how it gets to three thousand? It does look really nice. Uh, so it, it has led to speculation that he might be leaving. But having said that, of course, uh, Liam Pickering has spoken. Well, they put it. Remember, they put it to him last year. They said, "Hey, can Gary go back to Geelong?" Hmm. And the Gold Coast went, ah, "I get fucked. Yeah. He's not leaving. We're paying him a uh, million dollars a season, and he signed for five years, and we're not going to let him go." Well, my my favourite about that was Gary was going. Oh no, no, I was just just wanted to ask the club in case it helped them out. Yeah, he's good like that. I just Liam. wanted to just check with the club in case it helped them out that I just. Um, Piss off and uh, play for another club. Yeah, I thought it might help him out. Said here, Liam Pickering didn't rule out the possibility of the veteran again requesting a move at the end of 2017, but said his client might play out his remaining two years at the at the Suns. Isn't well, that's like, good. It's good to have it locked in. Yeah, he, he might. might play. He might play, <laughs> and he could ask again because <laughs> obviously Liam wouldn't know. Yeah, he wouldn't have a clue. A oh, rocket sleeping easy now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a quote here from Liam Pickering. He actually just asked the question and said, I'm homesick, I want to be able to get around. Oh, God. I want to be able to get around my family. He, he, who uses that terminology? What do you do when you go home? <laughs> like for Christmas, I got around my family. <laughs> what did you guys do? Really? Yeah, I don't go. Get around them. Like, mum, <laughs> mum didn't call me up and say, you know, um, you're going um, to come get around us on Christmas for yeah, lunch? Yeah, we've got a Sunday roast. You want to you get around it? <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, mum. What am I, I, I going to eat it? it? What about yeah, to get, get around his family? It. What do they do? They get in the huddles. Ablett walks in, just kind of patting them on the bum. Yeah. Good mothering there, mum. Yeah. Um, they said no dice, and that was the end of it. You don't know unless you ask. The answer was pretty emphatic, and we've moved on. Yeah. Previously, but he has said he might. <laughs> now, can can we just go into the truth of this? Now, I, he might be homesick. Hmm. I, I do understand that, but he's only got three more years. You can you can ride that out, I would say. But he said, I want to be able to get around my family. Now, we all know the Ablets. No one wants to get around them. You don't want to hang out with Nathan. You don't want to be anywhere near Gary. They head down to Ricky Nixon's flat. Where do they still live there? Oh, I don't know if they still uh, abode together. Oh, it'd be good fun if they, they still did. But uh, yeah, I want to get round Dad. Yeah, 
Do you want to? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe you want to get around like a bail justice that he might know, or you have to help him out. At now, some is Mrs. Ablett? Is Mrs. Ablett? I oh, know. Is she? Is she from Victoria? Is she from Geelong? Yeah. No, she moved up there, didn't she? She made a huge, huge sacrifice. Yeah, I think she wants to get there. around her family as well. I, so think that, a lot of... I think that is far more likely, as you're pointing out. There's not as many reasons for Gary. I don't know how old she is, but Gary is too old to be homesick. Don't you think? Well, he's 32. Yeah, uh, that's too old. Well, yeah. who's the guy from Sydney who... Uh, I reckon that's a really good point also. And during the year, you're probably in Melbourne about seven times. Oh, and you can well, do that's it. a really good point, he's yeah. Got, he's got money up the yin-yang. He can fly wherever he wants. Yeah. Who was the guy from Sydney who, who <laughs> left Sydney because it was too expensive? There? Xavier Richards. And now he's ended up playing for a local Sydney yeah, team. Yeah, he's playing for the Sydney Uni. <laughs> What's an absolute treat. Yeah, but what so, he's done is he's got Skype. <laughs> <laughs> and he's gone, I'll get over this homesickness because I wanted to leave and now I've cost myself 200 grand a See, year. See, a 22-year-old or whatever, 25-year-old, you know, yeah, I'll was, give them homesickness. Yeah. Right? 21. Yeah. You've moved away, you miss your mates, you don't like it up here. It, it costs an arm and a leg to yeah. go out with Buddy to the, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. the Golden Chief in Double Bay. <laughs> I, I get it. And whereas, you know, Gary, he's got his... his, <laughs> well, his mate. Late, you know, beautiful girl. Beautiful wife. I mean, head Lovely to gorgeous. You know, she's moved up there. Yeah. She's clearly... Hating it. She's clearly going, the Gold Coast has nothing to offer in yeah. terms of nightlife or class. And then she says, and don't you bring up the hog's breath again. <laughs> I fucking hate it. I'm like, not oh, getting those on. fucking mushrooms again. <laughs> the sponsorship thing, babe. <laughs> it's going to be a pig on the jumper. <laughs> we need to get there. So, I, I don't know. And, and does, that, does that a slap in his face that uh, his teammates can't keep him there? Like, he just goes, oh, I fucking hate these blokes. I hate Rocket. <laughs> I hate Tony Cochran. I hate this whole fucking club. We're supposed to be in the finals. GWS are going to win a flag before I do. Yeah, I think I that's fucking the hate everyone. I think he went up there going, I'll get a whole bunch of cash. And also, they're going to be really good in five years' time because they're going to have a whole bunch of picks and it's fallen over. Yeah. So, you go, well, we might as well go back to Geelong because they're going to be more competitive than Gold Coast for the next two years. Yeah. I think you. They may be famous last words. They might win it this year. I think it would have been pretty attractive, and then after the setbacks, when you see old Rocket Eads car pulling up at the club, you're like, <laughs> "Oh, here we go." I think it's going to be a while until party time round this place. But has it gone from bad to worse with with Gary? Like he's because he's selling the house. Mm-hmm. He wants to go to Geelong, and they said no. And now he's out of the leadership group. I don't yeah. mind that. Really? He's relinquished the captaincy. Are you happy with that? I never mind that with players who are struggling because it's like, seriously, just focus on being a gun. Don't worry about leading. You know, if, if, if it's this bad, if everything's up shit creek, then just focus. Get out, really? Just, no, yeah, just focus on dominating games. And also, you, I mean, people get the impression that maybe the captaincy wasn't really his bag. It's not really a thing he. Well, that's true. He went up with a really comfortable doing, and they it would call, talk regularly about how maybe he, you know, he didn't show up to events or he wasn't yep. at the. 100% into it. Yeah, well, he wanted to be around his family. Mm. I heard that he, he showed up to one of the things. I think it might have been a Hogs Breath Cafe presentation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he just had shaving cream all over his head. He'd forgotten to, you know, pull the razors through it. It's just embarrassing. That's not captain material. No. Yeah, you know, Rock, you know, Rockets like had to wipe it off with his tie. <laughs> <laughs> but but they're saying that even though he's uh, he's not captain, he's still an unofficial Suns leader. So he's still down there going... Uh, God, it's confusing, isn't it? Well, it is. It is. Is he he's in the leadership, the leadership group? Is he not? But is he telling them, like, just... He's uh, an unofficial he, leader. Yeah. I, I would have called heads today. 
No, every club has that. that. Every club has that. They've got the official leader group, leadership yeah. group. Then they have the unofficial leadership group. Well, then <laughs> there's a spiritual leader spiritual as well, leader. which is a different thing. That's your, that's your Brett Kirk. Although he was one of the captains and spiritual leader, wasn't he? Then there's the on. Fuck, the how do you do that? I think he was the yoga teacher. Okay, that's then a lot. The on-field leadership group too. So yeah. there's a lot of different groups going on. Yeah. I mean, in a way, being in the unofficial group is actually more important than being in the official group. Well, totally. Yeah, because you don't know when you're supposed to step up. Mm. You don't know what you're supposed to do. And he said because um, he just wants to get his shoulder right and have a good year. Yeah. And there's no way you can do that when you're captain. Oh, mm. it's too hard. Like, fuck, how, how are you going to do that? You're thinking, should I do rehab or should I... You walk around shaking hands with fans. Yeah. Your, your shoulder can't go through that. Shoulder, it's it? absolutely impossible. Yeah. Can no one that? can come back. Oh, stop pulling it so hard, mate. Yeah. Oh. That kind of workload. You know, when you got to rock up to a, you know, sponsors meeting and you got to, you know, raise a glass of water as a toast, you got to pick up a microphone and give a speech. Well, yeah, you, you know, forget which arm it is. Expecting a sudden, big year. Yeah. Boom, crank. There goes a tendon. <laughs> Many a <laughs> times that's happened. got to go for another Rico. <laughs> I shouldn't have done this. I twisted my knee coming off the stage. That is not good. That is not good. But there has been a lot of uh, leadership, well, sort of speculation over summer. It's a good time for it. You never know what's going to happen. I mean... Uh, Luke Hodge stepped down. What do, you, what do you think of that, Michael? Do you think he needed to? Absolutely. I was it's very strong. Time. I've been very strong for a long time that Hodgie had to go. Yep. Uh, I think in about 2011. Yeah. Uh, I think about round 16, I started the campaign. Mm. I said, what's he done? What's he going to do? Yep. And then after, I think I've been vindicated after, <laughs> after six years or so. Yeah. It's the same. What's he got? He's got nothing. Mm. Um, he's, he's, he weighed us down. I have no memory of him picking up any kind of cup. Therefore, it's, I'm glad the rough man got it. Well, I think the moment he got bumped off the ball by Marcus Bontempelli, you went, that's it. He needs to End of focus. an era. Yeah, it was the end of an era. And I think, I think the, the leadership weighed him down in that regard. Mm. Like he was thinking about, fuck, what if we win? Mm. What, which way do we kick next week? Absolutely. He was already thinking ahead. You know, he's thinking about Spotless Stadium yep. going he- up there. Heads, tails, what's going on? Yeah, it, it was too confusing for him. He can't think that far ahead. But Joe Roughhead is a... It is pretty great, isn't it? It's big, a great big story. Rough, big mm. Rough is a great story. Mm. Oh, yeah. Did you see that footage of him uh, collapsing at training? You did. You showed it to me the other day. Okay. We'll try and find it on YouTube you and put it on our. It. No, you, you know, you oh, showed it to me. Yeah. Oh, was that where he was going for a kick and just kicked the ground and rolled over? It was the most amazing collapse I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. I Take get us it. through it. Well, everyone, you know, missed kicks, but yeah. it's the classic foot in the ground. Yeah. As opposed, so you've missed the ball. I understand that. But he went down. Yeah. <laughs> he went down like, um, you know, I can't, you know, sack of potatoes, lead balloon, whatever you like. But he's, Like a Brent Staker. Yeah. <laughs> a Brent Staker. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. He's, I've never, and he's such a big. Man, yeah, it was really comical. Yeah, well, I watched it five or six times. Enjoyed it greatly. Has he come back too soon? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a great thing he's gotten over cancer, but maybe he just needs to get the miles in the legs before he starts kicking the ball. You know, and and maybe the captaincy weighed him down. Maybe he thought, "I've got to nail every kick." He's thinking about the captaincy. Wait on his Fucked up his kicking. He's thinking about round one. He's going, "What am I going to do?" Which way are we going to kick? Which way do I point? Yeah. You know, oh, do I don't I know kick what to do. Yeah. Do, do, I to do, a, do I have to do a, a speed? Do I have to talk to fucking Richo before the game? I've got to lead the team out. There's no protection. What if I get a chill yeah. in the wind? Do I kick the ball through the banner? Does that offend the cheer squad? It's the beauty of our game, the pressure. The players, yeah. they try and kick the ball over or through the banner. Like mm. what if one of them cops me in the back of the head? Yep. So many warriors. Yeah, and see, and and with Hodgie not being an unofficial leader, he's got no one to ask. Now, hang on. I, so Hodgie stepped down as captain. Yeah. But is he in, still in the leadership group? I don't think he is. I think it's Isaac Smith and... But they're, they're the two Poppy? vice captains. Uh, oh, OK. Liam Shields. Liam Shields, yeah, I thought so. Poppy? Mm. No, Poppy. No, hey, you know, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. Here we go. You, you may not know this. 
Poppy was trade bait. <laughs> really? Offered up on a platter. On the table. You want Poppy? You got him. <laughs> to who? Hey, Anyone. I can't, I, yeah. can't, can't say. I can't say. <laughs> the, the, the club had their hands tied. Yeah. And they went, who are we going to offer up like a, a tied hog? Yeah, yeah. Poppy. <laughs> okay, and even though they got Jaeger, O'Meara and... Uh, and the Gold Coast would have wanted Poppy. They didn't. They didn't have to give him up. They didn't have to give him up. It's going to be pretty awkward now. You, you watch Poppy this season. Yeah. And you see if he plays the same after he knows. Yeah. That he wasn't was, wanted. Was not on the priority for the club. Yeah. <laughs> watch this season. Just see. Or wasn't Liam Shields' name mentioned? Everyone was mentioned. They mentioned Bruce mainly. Oh, Bruce. That's Bruce, right. Yeah. Look, Bruce. He he will never kick another goal. <laughs> he can't be free. He's going to he, become a right footer this year just to shove it up Clarko. Leadership group, Shields, Smith, Gunston. Uh, Gunston. Stratton, Hodge, Gibson. So Hodge is Hodge is still in there. Yeah. But do you want that? Is that like Tony no, Abbott going no. to the back bench? Yeah, it is. Cutting? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So watch out, Ruffy. Is Kevin Rudd just fucking biding his time? He's going to make a shift. Yeah, he'll, he'll be captain again. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. Last thing on the Hawks. Yeah. Jack Gunston, is he a little light on? Weight-wise. Like, Weight-wise. Yeah, he's very... Uh, very, very slim. Mm. Mm. And I know that's for, you know, so you can get around the ground these days. Mobility. Yeah, mo- exactly. But it, it's, it's, you know, it's almost unattractive to the eye. Could no, you? I've said it. Could you, though? Could he, if he wanted to just put on one of those weight vests under the jumper, people run up to bump him, they're like, fucking hell, he doesn't look that big. Well, but he's... he looks 10 kilos heavier. <laughs> he's 10 kilos. I can't move him off the ball. Like, a, like, a, like Austin Wanamiri or whatever. Is that his name? Who's Austin Wanamiri? Played for Melbourne. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did too. I wasn't thinking of him. I was thinking of the Essendon guy whose name I don't know. Tippy. Tippy. Oh, Anthony McDonald Tippamoody. Yeah. Yes. He's pretty heavy set. He is a solid fella. Have you seen those vests that you're talking about? They're like these, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Safety vests. You know, like you, you you wear them for like contact sports. Oh, they've advertised? been advertised on uh, on Foxtel. Yeah, it's like a vest you wear, like a puff, like what Dermy wore when he had the broken ribs. Remember, yeah. he had that uh, puff. It was like a lilo under his jumper. Yeah, but are they like an NFL protector or are they puffy? They're kind of puffy. They're kind of puffy, and huh. they're like you know seventy nine ninety nine, but it's like great for for any type of working out, which I don't really understand, yeah. or contact sports, which I do understand. But I also think, is that legal? Could I go out and play in my local club league? And just put on one of those underneath and just be charging, just ramming through there people. There is no way my ribs are going today. Yeah. So it's a bit of a cushion. Yeah. Yes. Huh? Do you think any AFL players wear them? I wouldn't think so. No, no, I wouldn't have thought so. Unless you're injured, they might wear a little bit of a guard. Yeah, I wonder if that stuff's legal. Yeah, I wouldn't have, th- I wouldn't have thought wouldn't you could wear it without, an in- without being injured. Because mm. didn't Hodgie wear a guard that he had to clear on his wrist? Uh, his yeah, did he, had an arm, he had an yeah, arm brace Hodge, for a while. Hodgie yeah. wore that guard just so he could clock people. And no, Matthew like Lloyd did that. Mm. Remember when he took out, who was your uh, dreadlocked player, the redhead? Yeah, 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 and I remember the guy, yeah. Yeah. Had the oh, hideous hair. Yes, yes. <laughs> and not, Ch- not the Chance Bateman hair, but similar. Mm. When you say Matthew Lloyd, you're referring to Lloyd-O? Yes. Yeah, Lloyd-O. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, not Lloydy. <laughs> As no. most people would go no, with, no, no, but no, Lloyd O. Yeah, Lloyd-O. yeah, Lloyd O. Yeah. Lloyd-O. yeah, it's on the TV. Very, yeah. very good. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to get my plug on very quickly, Adam. Go for it. I got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. Step back, Nick. February one to February four. I'm heading to Perth, Nico. Heading to Perth. Beautiful. Going to do shows at the Fringe, uh, Perth Fringe, from uh, one to the fourth. Uh, Wednesday is that day. It's uh, nine fifteen at the. I said the State Theatre last time. In right. The last, uh, is that incorrect? I didn't mean that. No. Okay. It was, it was the theatre inside the State Library. Oh, okay. So, so the State Theatre, really big, really big venue, really nice. I don't know if they have a State Theatre. <laughs> yeah, okay. But uh, so it's uh, it's 
part of because it's in a library, you've got to be very quiet. Uh-huh. So I'm doing that. Tickets can be found at fringeworld.com.au. Also doing the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, April 10 to 23 at the Imperial Hotel. Tickets at trybooking.com. we got our stubby holders, don't we, Adam? We certainly do. I'm going to put those up. We've been very busy here at Junk Time Studios, but we've got the new stubby holders, one that says, are you chipping out? And the other one says, I'm throwing the baby out with the bathwater. They will be up on our website, on the, the uh, Big Cartel website this weekend. So um, it's still summer. It's still warm. And if you're getting into the, is it the JLT pre-season? That's right. Yeah. JLT, yeah. Have yourself a new stubby holder. Watch it with those. And if you've got your bukkake and your, uh, and your uh, I Heart the Footbridge, get the whole set. And we might have a cheeky little live show coming up in a couple of months' time too. Yes. So we'll confirm the details of that later. But yes, fringeworld.com.au, try booking Melbourne and uh, Perth shows. Yes, and if you are heading to Perth, Michael, we'll be heading over oh, yeah. with Stubby Holders. So you can come on down to the show, grab yourself a Stubby Holder after you've laughed yourself stupid yeah. at Michael's show. Now, forgive me for being a bit uh, stupid about this. I've never been to Western Australia. If I lived in Fremantle, mm. how long is it going to take me to get to Perth for your show? It's about a half-hour train ride. Really? Mm, you, you'll get to the centre of Perth in about half an hour, 40 minutes. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, so Fremantle's on the outskirts. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful down there. It's amazing. kind of like Melbourne to Geelong, essentially, is except, how I put except it. Except half the time or not? Probably not as far, not to, as far to Geelong. Yeah. 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 But it's, it's, it's oh, okay. amazing. It's like a little satellite city. Yes. Freo Dockers. So I never knew that. So Rossi Lyon's in a real bubble down there. Oh, he's in the Freo bubble. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm. Oh, he lives it. He breathes it. Uh, he he loves it. I, some... I still call him the Darth Vader of coaching. Hmm. And I love him for it. Yeah, he's evil, but he's good. Yeah, I, I'm very excited about. I'm excited about both the te- those teams, Fremantle Dockers. I'm interesting to see old um, Harley Bennell or Bennell, yep. as most people seem to say. I don't know why. I would think it would be Bennell, Bennell. I don't know. Not a fan. Uh, I just uh, I, I don't know. It seems to me anyway. Uh, and then I'm going to watch. Uh, I think the Gold Coast Suns. I, I think it'll be interesting. Really? I, I don't have a lot of faith in Rocket, but I just love their ins. Hanley, Swallow, Ablett Jr. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your favourite, Riscatelli. Yes, Jared Witts <laughs> is up there as well in Jared the ruck Witts. department. And, and uh, who's the other one? Jared Lyons from the Adelaide Crows. That's pretty decent. I think, I think West Coast will they'll suffer. They don't have any big men. West Coast? Yeah, they're going to struggle. Yeah, well, they don't have uh, Nat Nguyen. Who's the other one? Lys- Scott Lysette, Lysette injured himself. Yeah, great so they're, name. Yeah, they're in big trouble. Seriously great name. What's your name? Scott Lysette. Holy yeah. shit. shit I know Pleased you. to meet you. What about, you're, now you're a Melbourne supporter. How are you feeling about the, how are you feeling about the Ds? How are they travelling over the pre-season? Yeah, look, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got a, a great sponsorship uh, with Newbrick going where... Uh, <laughs> They're just filling players' backpacks with bricks and letting them cane them in their head until they pass out, which well, was, was a fantastic pre-season exercise. Well, we're talking about Christian Salem. There was an article the other day uh, in the Herald Sun and they spoke to Christian Salem about it. So he's obviously... It's the first time he's been able to... Uh, to speech regain his speech, yeah. <laughs> so it was a pretty, it was a pretty um, outrageous incident that happened, an injury. Um, now, he's opened up, it says, on the bizarre concussion he suffered during the club's torturous army-style camp, claiming his brick-filled bag wasn't packed right. Is there ever a right way to pack your brick-filled bag? I, I mean, th- that's, a, that's an age-old question. <laughs> I think you make a great point. Mm. I felt the most sorry for him. He said that there, that it wasn't packed right, but he's deferring the blame from himself. Yep. When it first happened, Captain Nathan Jones said, came mm. out and said, oh, he didn't pack the pack right. He had the brick at the top of the bag Fuckhead. instead of at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Like, never oh, do that. that's right. Oh, yeah, because we all know that. When you're packing a bag, 
with bricks, with bricks in it, bricks always go at the bottom, then you start running. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's interesting. Oh. Look, it obviously look it obviously implies to the league in a very subtle way that we're super hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, you know, Dom Tyson uh, lost his knee tendon. Christian Salem <laughs> lost his consciousness. It yeah. sounds like it's been pretty good. No, it's good, but everyone knows you pack it down at the bottom because you want to crush your uh, discs in your lower back exactly. rather than concussing yourself. <laughs> do you want your team doing army stuff? Like they talk about how they wake them up at three in the morning and say, you know, what are you talking about? Game plan? Yeah, you know, when they're still drowsy. Sleep deprivation. Do you think that's a good idea? Yeah. What you so you just you just fall asleep and someone you wake up. Yeah. Goes, what position are you in? Yeah. Full pocket. Yeah. No back pocket. I'm gonna hit <laughs> smash it. him. Yeah, like hit him with a brick. Yeah. Waterboard. Waterboard. <laughs> yeah, he's getting waterboard. He thought he was in the forward pocket. The dump. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it said here. It says the the playing list took part in, and this is unbelievable. Pack marches. What's a pack march? Well, it's where you mark march in a pack, mm. like a peloton. Do you want your players doing that? Do you want like, pack marches? Like classic sort of. What's the old army call? Uh, left, right, left, yeah, right. that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah left, 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 right. Yeah, that that sort of stuff with um, chants and stuff. And and they were were in several psychological challenges. Yeah, I like that one. So it's like you know, wake up at two thirty, finish this Sudoku, <laughs> shit <laughs> like that. You're mm. like, fuck, I don't know. Yeah, I've got a jar that holds one liter. I've yeah. got a jar that holds seven hundred fifty mils. Can you get it to a hundred a, a liter quarter? Yeah, tough stuff like that. <laughs> Things that they just won't be able to to handle. But um. So Salem says, at the time we were hiking, and as you said, the bag wasn't packed right. Then I went to lift, lift up and hit me in the back of the head. So they've, they've had to add in words because Christian Salem <laughs> has lost the ability to speak. So I'll put it with the brackets filled in. Then I went to lift the backpack up and the brick hit me in the back of the head as we were going downhill. So, so he hasn't even, like, moved. He's gone to move the backpack a little and it's clunked. It's smacked him right in the back. It's sconned him. This is on top of thyroid issues. Yes, now, he had thyroid issues last year. No, I, I really, I've read all the articles. It's all over I'm the a shop. passionate Melbourne fan. I, I still don't know what a thyroid is. Doesn't it regulate your weight? Yeah, and growth. And so growth. Where, oh, no, I think pituitary, where is pituitary gland might do that. Yep. Where's your thyroid? Isn't it? I thought it was like in your, near your voice box. Yeah, so you're it's right. in here. Something around the base of your throat. And it regulates your, well, I mean, he's not growing anymore, surely. No, because didn't Will Minson, he went on to some uh, protein shake a few years ago and it completely fucked up his thyroid. So he was huh. lethargic. But that's he was drinking out of his clarinet. Well, yeah. <laughs> and speaking in German. <laughs> and no one knew why. It uh, made him tired and I think it uh, fucked around with his weight. So Christian Salem. Uh, weight. Okay, so that's you saying it's the issue. It's not it's screwing with your weight. Yes, I believe so. And, 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 and your I energy think, levels. Yeah, energy levels. Oh, hang on. The thyroid issue, which saw Salem's resting heart rate triple. Triple. His uh, resting was about re- 150. So, that's so you mad. go. So the resting heart rate. Yeah. So he's meant to be all chill. Chilled. And he thinks it's like grand final last five minutes. Yeah. That's he's a problem. Fucking, he's like pinging off his and head. Just as he's experiencing. <laughs> just as he's experiencing that, a brick came. A brick hits him in the back of the head. Christ, yeah, poor kid. Yeah, he, he just wish he was drafted by any other club. Here yeah. we go. The thyroid uh, regulates your body's temperature, metabolism, and heart rate. Fuck. Just a little lump. Does so all he's, that. So he's cooking. My thyroid's fine. Yeah. Oh, it's I looking think, good. I, you know what? Looking good I for my donate it to Christian Salem. Yeah. <laughs> That's because all the other members, you know, cashed up. They're like, oh, I'd like to sponsor a player, or whatever. Mm. I'll just go. He can have my thyroid if you want. An organ. Yeah. Take it. Just give me... Well, actually, maybe don't give me ears. I reckon I'll be better with just a Duracell. <laughs> no, no, because if you do have one that doesn't work, you can just take a pill. Yeah, right. 
Yeah. That's what he's on. So it's, well, he probably did do this. He's popping like pills. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, so if, if you do want to give your thyroid, and I encourage no, I all junk timers, if you do want to <laughs> donate thyroids to AFL players, uh, you can just have medication that replaces it. Fantastic. Oh, that's handy. Hmm. He's popping pills, smashing bricks. It's going <laughs> to be a good 2017. Having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> no, look, I don't know. I'm a bit wary about Simon Gooden because he seems, um, you know, they keep just constantly. Well, you know when you know when says something too much, you suddenly don't trust it. Yeah. So yeah. someone's always on to you, mate. Mate, I'm a good bloke. You know, I'm a good bloke. Good you're bloke. Like, eh, maybe it's because you're a sh- not a good bloke that you keep saying that all the time. Oh, oh he yeah. says it. Or I'm a straight shooter, mate. I'm a straight. No, no, no he doesn't say it. But I'm, oh, people, people say saying it about him. Yeah. And so the play, the constant thing from the Melbourne Football Club is great relationship with the players. Yeah. He is fantastic with the players. Oh, just gets on with the players yeah. like a house on fire. And um, except the second he gets in charge of the well, club, you, he's like, stick bricks in your head. If you say, if you say that in the second yeah, year of a thyroid, th- fuck. Yeah. <laughs> if you say that in the second year of a third, three-year contract, that means he's on his way out. Yeah. Yeah. So but when you say pre-thing, he's very fit though. I train yeah. at the same place as Simon Goodwin. Very fit, and, uh, very fit, very told, fit young man. I told Could you. still get a game. Ra- yeah, running to uh, last pre-season, Marucci door, yeah. you know, uh, soaring temperatures. Paul Roos and the rest of the team took buses from the hotel to the training ground. Soft. Simon Goodwin ran. Fucking hell. Ran. And then punched all the players when he got there. <laughs> Can I take you through the amazing new facility the uh, Dockers have? Please. Quite incredible. And out in Coburn, suburb of um, uh, Perth, yep. obviously. Very humorous for many people because it's spelt cockworm. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> gotcha. That's about nice. $109 million. It's also a community. 109. 109. Have they kept this quiet? I haven't, haven't heard no, about this. They've been building it for a couple of years. Okay. Where have they got $100 million? The government or the city kicked oh, in okay. 65. Well, they're they one of Australia's biggest clubs. Government kicked government in 10. Government kicked in 65. Yeah, it's also, it's also a community <laughs> centre. Oh, here so we go. It's both got you know a few grounds and also it's uh, it's got uh, half a dozen basketball courts um, that can be reconfigured for other sports. That's a big deal, oh, like no. tennis or netball. I'm s- both down ball, no <laughs> dodgeball. Yeah, dodge poison ball. ball. <laughs> yeah, poison ball. If, they, if it's for British the community, Bulldog. it's not as good as it sounds. It's going to be you know Harley Bennell's going to have to help old women in yeah. the pool. There's going to be dog shit all over the ground because <laughs> people are taken for walks. It's got 25 meter pool, 50 meter pool. It's got water slides. Don't have that down at fucking Icon Park. Oh, whoa. Well, water yeah, slides it's got down ice there. bath water slides. Yeah. For the players. The lockers look really good. The lockers look like uh, the American lockers. So it's right, you know how they have large rooms uh, for yes. the teams? So open oh, yeah. lockers or are there doors on them still? Doors on them. Okay, yeah. good. You need to put the numbers on somewhere. No, yeah, you're right. That is very American, isn't it? The open locker. Open locker, yeah. I love the open locker. But also, the change room, uh, the locker room doors, they have keypads. So you go beep, 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 beep to get into your locker. So you don't want to be hit by a brick. You forget your little, <laughs> you forget your little number. That's a big ask for a lot of those players. And you can charge your USB. You've got a USB charging point in there as well, so you can charge your little phone. Fuck, that's pretty good. Put your little iPad in there while you go and have a run. And you know what? Michael so, Johnson's one has a little kebab r- rotisserie in there <laughs> so he doesn't have to go anywhere and punch on with people at a kebab shop at no, 3 in the morning, in his allegedly. De- in his defence, he never wears pants around the club. Well, so, he doesn't need to. Yeah. So once he got out in the real world, it was a bit like, I forgot where I was. Yeah. Hey, put your phone down, buddy. Yeah, don't oh, film me. no. Yeah. What have I done? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it looks actually, it looks absolutely incredible. Now, how far away is Coburn from, so do they not train at Fremantle anymore then? Is there, there is affiliation with the Fremantle football ground They were down at Fremantle over. I think it's the Bulldogs down there. They were down there. Yeah. Um, so, which is not too far from the train station, Nico. You can just wander down there. You're talking about the Purple Haze? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought so. 
<laughs> Coburn, Coburn Central. I'll look it up. You can keep talking. You okay. See how far we are. No, I'm a big fan of the Purple Haze. Particularly. Uh, Where do you think Freo are going to finish up this year, my friend? Oh, look, I think you're actually going to see a surprisingly useful year from a Mr. David Mundy. Really? You're yeah. a big fan of the Mun Man? Just look out for just like really just chipping in at the right time. Although it'll be interesting to see how um, old uh, Lockie Neal and mm-hmm. uh, who's, who's the big boy with the ponytail? Uh, uh, Nathan Fife? Nathan Fife. Yeah. Or um, Nat Fife. Sorry. As Tony Shaw is so fond of calling... No, Tony Shaw loves it if players are called Nat. Nat. So he's always calling He's always calling Melbourne's Nathan Jones... Nat, Nat Jones. Or I think Nate. Nate. Nate, Nate Jones. So they're trying to make Nathan cool is yeah. what I'm hearing. But, like, you know, it, Melbourne, Nathan Jones is Jonesy. Yeah. Or Jonzo. Or <laughs> Jonzo. Jonzo. There's no Nate, but, you know, little Tony Shaw gets on there. Nate Jones yeah. is very good with... Thank you, Tony. Yeah. But the uh, I think, yeah, Monday I reckon will be in a nice position to just sort of, you know, support their new midfield. Who have they got? Yeah, Lockie Neal, Nathan Fife, and who's the uh, Lockie Weller? Harley Bennell. Harley Bennell. Hasn't played yet. My favourite Fremantle player is Michael Walters. I think if I could pick a small forward yep. to have in my team, it would be Michael Walters because I reckon he, he plays a small forward position really tough and well and fast and good, but then he can also... Add valuable midfield pinch hit. Can he pinch hit? I reckon he can. He can pinch hit. Like a hit. proper, yeah. put him in the midfield and have an effect. I guess Cyril does that, but I don't know with Cyril. It's always like, if ever I go to a Hawthorne game, it's always just like everyone's like coming over Cyril so hard. It's like, I don't even know if, <laughs> I don't even know what I think anymore. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, it's so, people are, they're telling you what's happening so much that, yeah. you, that you can't even trust your own sense of sight anymore. You're also drawn to men with neck tats though too. Are you? I mean, that's always been a thing about you. If, whenever we're out in the street, you're like, look at that guy with the neck tap. You can't stop looking. Yeah. He must be a gun. <laughs> yeah, Have you ever played the great game, buddy? <laughs> Ow! <laughs> For those who are desperate to know, the uh, Fremantle and Coburn, they're about a 20-minute drive from old home to new home. Nah, I, I, I assume that Fremantle people will get over that, but that's not an easy thing to do. Like, if they're in the finals and they go, you want to be down at Fremantle, the heart of it, where it, where it happened. Yeah, sure, I know. Where it grew up. I actually on. changed my mind. I think they should move back. Yeah. Because it, re- it really was just like an oval and a, and a small building. Like, it was pretty cramped where they were. Yeah, okay. But I hey, said um, that. Do you mind if I um, just see if I can get a drink from the, the Hogs Breath staff? Of yeah. course. Yeah, go for your life. Or are you guys... Uh, Nico back from getting a uh, drink from the Hog's Breath. Yep, just look after you. Yeah, it's it's a little cocktail I do here called uh, the uh, Piggly Wiggly. (laughs) Very nice. I like it. Although there's an awful lot of hog meat in it. (laughs) You'd probably like this one, Nico. So there was a fight between two players at North. Yeah, uh, my favourite thing pretty much is when footballers fight at training. It's great, isn't it? Yeah, when they get stuck into each other. A bit of a throwback. Your favourite. My favourite. Talking to Rose the other day. Satanta. Satanta v... Cloak. Cameron Cloak. Cloak. Yeah. That's the best. This one, not bad, but I reckon that's still the best. That was a proper whack. That was one of the good things about it. Well, that was Cameron Cloak on it was, his it was, knees. It was Tom Boyd-esque. Yes. Yeah, Satanta's given him a couple of smacks about the head. He's gone down and then he's gone, I'll walk away. No, I won't. I'll fucking put my foot up your ass, yeah. Cloaky. <laughs> and then he threw him to the ground as well. Yeah. Oh, no, he, he went him. Yeah, so he, he's, he's hit him and thrown him to the ground and Cloak's lying there like... I don't want any more of this because yeah. it's gone too I'm far. a beaten man. And so when Satanta sees that, that pushes him over the edge and yeah. it's like, ah, you're pathetic. You yeah. pathetic little man. I'll <laughs> kick you up the ass, I will. <laughs> so Sean Higgins and Luke McDonald down at North, they were doing match simulation 
And uh, well, that's a part of it. I mean, if you're going to do match simulation, you've got to expect a bit of a box on. I'm it sorry. A, yeah. It uh, appears that uh, the young defender put a, uh, put a cheeky bump on the veteran forward. So McDonald bumped uh, Higgins. Yeah, he's tried to block his path. And it wasn't well, well received. But Andrew Spolo, talking to the Herald Sun, has come up with a hilarious reason yeah, behind the bus stop. Absolutely. He said, I heard that Lukey was giving it to Higgo about the size of his head. You see, Higo has a massive-sized head, probably the <laughs> biggest in the AFL, but he's very touchy about it, and Lukey just hit a nerve. Usually a player didn't mention, wouldn't dare mention it to his face, but clearly Luke crossed that line, and Higo snapped. He's got a big head. Poor, poor Sean Higgins. I mean, if you've got a big head... <laughs> Firstly, you don't want to be reminded of it on the ground. Yeah. You know, maybe you've got an issue. Maybe there's a thyroid problem. Like, I mean, if... Gigantism. If, yeah, exactly. You don't know what's happening in Sean Higgins' life. If you've got a big head, the, the last thing you want is for people to get into your head. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because there's a lot of space for it to run around. And the, what you don't need after that is people to mock it. Oh, and just to give ammunition to the whole fucking league now. Like, oh. I have noticed... Have you noticed that the... Uh, the North Melbourne banner is wider than any others, and that's obviously because it used to be the doggies one that was pretty wide, and now old Big Head Higgins is down there. He tried on Caleb Daniel's helmet. Oh, it was mate. like wearing a beret. <laughs> <laughs> he looked Jewish. He was just sitting on the top of his head. Um, and then they, It wasn't they, a good punch on, though. It was a little bit of flinging around, and then the ball rebounded back, and they went to go to the ball. Yeah, they're friends. Like, they were, they were just mucking, like well... They weren't mucking around at that time. I wanted to see okay. Luke McDonald go up to Higgins, put his teeth on the curb <laughs> and fucking stomp him and just go, you want to go me, fucking old man, big head? American history exit. Yeah, bang. Just, just the classic. And he's got a mouth guard in, so it probably wouldn't hurt as much. <laughs> but he's got... He's, he's still dead, but it didn't <laughs> hurt as much. But he's probably got the, the moulds on rather than the screw-ins, <laughs> which would make it less painful. I thought that uh, I, when I first saw it, I got excited. I mm. got Satanta excited. Yeah. And I watched it a few times. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. Like, they're pretty angry. I like thinking that within clubs, blokes just hate each other. Yeah. And want to do that to each other. But then I read, then North Melbourne had put it up as like a thing, going like, it's a bit North of fun. Melbourne, this is one of our videos. Yeah. This is how hard we are at training. We'll bash Imagine our own. how hard we'll be on the, yeah. on the, field, on the field, winning yeah. premierships with Mad Jack at yeah. Ford. It's like, okay, this is good stuff. <laughs> Real good stuff, guys. Yeah. Uh, they're actually, and then when it's like they're actually best mates, I'm like, well, that's even worse. Yeah. This is shit house. No, I don't, I don't like it. How do, you, how do you go back, like, you know, if you and I at Wayne Jackson's studios one day just had a bit of a box on hmm. and then we're buddies after that. I just can't see that. I, I think... It would be pure hatred. I would, I would torch your car. Sorry, if we had a if we had a box, box I made, you wouldn't be around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like a, a brick drop on on your head from a bag. Yeah. Now, when you're down the boxing gym, Rosie, mm. uh, is it just all training, or do you ever box on? Uh, it depends if people get in my way. <laughs> And if they've turned, if they've turned their back, fucking bang, <laughs> Rosie's in there. So that's 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 a sign that you're getting in Rosie's way. Yeah. You turn your back on him. <laughs> yeah. And then boom, you <laughs> won't even see me coming. In his way. Yeah. Have either of you ever seen a fight between teammates at training at a at a club sex, a club interaction? Like our own club. Yeah. Like that I play in. Mm. No, but I did see one. Because you're I'm a big golf fan, you're a big tennis fan, you play tennis, you play golf. Have you ever kind of been, you know, been paired up with a bloke on the for a round that you? 
you know, halfway through the round, yeah, round just, uh, you know, hole you seven. You off a ball into him. Hole seven, you kind of go, this guy's a bit of a fuckhead. And so you just ran the ball into him. Yeah. No, I once had a guy come up to me. I was playing with two very old guys, not by choice. Like, you know, probably, you know, 70s. Yeah. And they were very, they were, they were a bit slow. Yeah. But a guy just showed it to me. It's like, I'm kind of not old. He showed it to me and he goes, you are holding up the entire field. Like, in my face. Oh. It's pretty intense. Fuck. Uh, Turned his back. Seven on, bang. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Seven on, bang, and then I just picked up the corpse and curb stomped it on the edge of a bunker, which um, was a bit over, over the top. <laughs> He's already dead. He's already dead. I moved on, got myself a new golf club. <laughs> I'm all right. I did have a guy once, uh, you know, you, you know, tops the ball straight off the tee, straight into the like thick rough in front of the tee, yeah. you know, lost and just. Just screaming blue murder, you know, F's and C's. And you don't really know where to look when it's sort of a, yeah. you know, a guy older than you and it's kind of embarrassing. An adult throwing a tantrum. Yeah, yeah, throw, and throws his club and you don't really, you know. Oh, really? Um, and, uh, you know, and then when I, I got back in the, the golf club afterwards and I was like, I just told someone in the pro shop, like, oh, yeah, he lost it a bit on the 17th. They went, oh, yeah, yeah. He's been, um, he's been suspended from the club for breaking clubs before. Oh. And I was like, Is actually. Is suspendable? Well, yeah, and I just, but I sort of respected that. I kind of like the idea because he's back, obviously. Yeah, I'm yeah. playing with him. Oh, I like the served idea. Served his penance. Yeah, yeah, after bad rounds, you just snap the club over your knee. Yeah. You walk in the pro shop, you go, fix that. I'll need a new <laughs> one for next Saturday. Oh, I've been suspended. Saturday after. <laughs> what about. Uh, in the in the stands, have you ever seen people like get close to it? I remember a few years ago when I bashed Nathan Jones's dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was just that was just because I was off my head on pingers. I saw a punch on. on it was actually one of the more pathetic punch. Oh, well, sorry, it was the most pathetic place to have a punch on. Okay, it was a bus on the way home from Waverley Park. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and what and happened? There was a bloke and two other guys, and they started out. I was probably about thirteen, not yep. even that actually, probably a ten. And there was a bit of banter between these. Uh, Two guys, so it was kind of humorous initially, and then it kind of always got starts a bit, out fun. Yeah, then it turned bad. <laughs> always, and yeah. then they just, then they started punching. Oh, I can still kind of picture parts of it, um, and and it was just like, really, that's that's the Saturday afternoon. You're gonna punch on on a bus home from Waverley <laughs> Park, like really? I once went to Melbourne Football Club training at Junction Oval, and I remember being quite shocked as a probably a twelve year old. Yeah, watching um, there was, seemed to be a wrestling session. And it was Colin Sylvia. Um, now. Uh, base jumping Colin Silver <laughs> <laughs> was holding down, holding down another player, holding him down in a wrestling session. And I was just like, what is this part of the thing? Yeah. And it was like the rest of the guys were all just standing there going like, oh, just watching. And he just held this guy down in like a wrestling hold. Mm-hmm. I remember that being quite intense. Yeah. But didn't, uh, didn't Robert Walls bring a young guy into Brisbane and... Have everyone just match the fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, through a few people go throw him. Yeah. Shane yeah. Strempel. Oh, I can't even remember his name. But yeah, he was he was a young yeah, player and he got into the middle of the whole team and then they punched the fuck out of him. And, yeah. and for some reason he didn't his career didn't kick off from there. <laughs> but also the idea of there are forty odd people on the list. You can't like everyone. No, absolutely not. And I mean, it would have to have happened. I think it'd have to happen quite regularly. They'd be punched on because they're you know young men who you know get a bit of ink behind them. Yep. But they they'd be you know chock a block with testosterone and yeah. be a, it'd be a couple of froths challenging. Oh, yeah, and some guy in your team's got a huge head. Mm. You're just like yeah. you, you got like a better chance guy. of punching it. <laughs> but the the Strample was you know amazing. Who who was it? Uh, Robert Walls. Robert Walls. Wallsy. 
Yeah, he didn't show up for a training session or whatever. Or, mm. you know, it's like, oh, we'll oh. get this guy playing some good footy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alan Put Jeans. him in the ring. Yeah. Alan Jeans used to wrestle the players. Yeah, and he used to win, didn't he? Yeah, he'd win. And he'd get him in a headlock and kind of pin them and be like, tell me I'm better than you. Tell me I'm better than you. That's creepy. And there was one time that I think it was, I can't remember the player, but they he they kind of got on got on top of Yabby and they he got kind of carpet burn or yeah. kind of on his forehead. And so then he was on, you know, World of Sport, you know, on the Sunday. said, oh, what happened to your head? He's like, ah, I just had a bit of an accident. <laughs> yeah, I mean. When in fact it meant beaten up by a player. Yeah, it's not the way it should be. Are we going to have games in India, Adam? Oh, I think uh, we should play a whole season over there. Mm. I mean, you've got, no, you've got access to what, what, how many people in India? A billion? The potential to grow the game is enormous. Yeah. and, and if I might head off, guys. Uh, no. <laughs> No, if I Kevin think you Chitty- get, get your seat. <laughs> yeah, if Kevin Cheedy says it's a good idea, hmm. and this is the man who, you know, was behind Israel Folau playing for the <laughs> GWS Giants and setting up that dynasty that's about to happen, yep. that, that's, that's your base. It yep. always goes back to Israel. Where's Israel these days? Uh, he's playing Union. Fantastic. Yeah. Because, you know, he, he conquered AFL and just went, well, fuck, I'll go, I'll go play Union. Didn't he play in the last <laughs> World Cup? I think he did. Yeah, I'm pretty certain he did too. Uh, yeah, Kevin Chee says the potential to grow the game in India is enormous. He's over there. He's over there for like a bit of the local tournament, like the uh, their, their oh, uh, World Cup, I suppose, uh, of Australian rules. Yeah. And from that, he's then going to pick help pick the international team that's going to come here and play well, in the International Cup. Yeah, and he went to Kolkata and he said more than 200 locals. More than 200. So probably like 204? No way. Maybe 207? <laughs> 200. Two, over, more than 200. Out of a population of roughly about a billion, a billion people. billion, yeah. More than 200. <laughs> more than 200 showed up. Locked up to, to have a kick of the footy. That is incredible. <clears throat> you just wouldn't... I wouldn't have predicted that high. I would have said maybe 190. Those kind of numbers are unheard of. Yeah. It's the, and that's the, that's the magic of sheets. No, they walk out there. What people don't know is a lot of those people were given cans of Heinz baked beans... To show up. To sh- no, no. See, I, I don't. I don't enjoy your cynicism there. I mean, if Sheedy's going over to, probably out of his own pocket too. Absolutely. Well, Absolutely. Most likely. Yeah, it, it just would have been Sheedy just waking up one morning, and goes, "I'm going to Kolkata," <laughs> and they're going, "Why?" His wife's going, "No, Kevin, no." And he goes, "No, there's a nation that needs to see our great game." Because I got a feeling about 200 people will be interested in that. Yeah, more. <laughs> now they're playing the game at Shanghai. Oh, so that's the Port Adelaide game. So we're, going, we're, we're crossing into the two biggest nations on earth. It's Port and the Suns, right? Yes. Yeah. There was reports about the stadium in Shanghai this week. Well, they're saying so the, the game is going to be uh, played. And they said that because remember Melbourne played there quite a few years ago. Hmm. Uh, and this is when Brendan Favola got, um, got hammered. What? Yeah, I know, I know. And and Tom Scully didn't he left early because he didn't like the boozy nature of the trip. Yeah, it was their end of season trip. And the article mentioned that that was one of the reasons that contributed to Tom Scully leaving. Yeah. So blame so blame Brennan Favola for losing t- Tom Scully to the GWS. Was, sorry, I've lost it. How was Brennan Favola? Oh, he, they were Brisbane playing, playing the Lions. Oh, playing the Lions. Brisbane, Melbourne. Yeah. So essentially, and he's a Brisbane player. Essentially, the boozy <laughs> culture of that trip got yeah. Tom Scully's dad a job. Yep. Works a treat. So Port Adelaide and, and Gold Coast. Yeah. So they're going for two of the, the, the largest teams in the, in the land. Mm. <laughs> and they're going over. Now, uh, Koshi expects more than 3,000 people well, more to than make two. the trip. More than 200. Yeah. What? Wait a second. From Australia to make the trip? Yes. No. No, mate. If Koshi said it, I think he's going to fucking know. It's not going to happen. But he expects more than 3,000. So 3,011. Yeah, no, but they want to go over and see this leaping, flying, jumping game. Don't no, but this is, this is port support. It's Australians heading over. Yeah, it sounds awesome. I'd watch a leaping, flying, jumping game, wouldn't you? 
But you know, but these are poor these supporters. They know what it is. This lean, leaping, jumping game. No, they think it's something different. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like Port is, it's a like a, a working person's club, isn't it? Hmm. So three thousand of them are going to they're going to give up on I don't know. That doesn't mean they don't have wealthy people. Hang on, I'll, I'll, some more than three thousand of them. Hmm. Some people, hmm. if you know footy, if you're in footy clubs, yeah, you know, you're a footy. If you're a footy person, Adam, yeah, okay, which some, I'd say I am. Some people who are real footy people, they base their lives around the club, don't mm. they, Michael? Yeah. And so the only time they would ever consider going to an exotic location like Shanghai would be if the they mighty power are heading over. Yeah. And I would absolutely back Koshi that there are 3,000 of those type of gems <laughs> in our country okay. ready to book a ticket. Really? So, on their MasterCards. Yeah, some little bloody wonders. Yeah, straight to Shanghai. There. Just to go straight. You know, they don't know how they're going to pay it off. But I'll tell you what, if bloody Braddy Ebert yep. is heading over there, yeah. then so am I. And they'll probably just be there for the night. Just stay for the game, come home. <laughs> Not even that. I reckon they'd, they'd right. get to the airport. They'd go work the their way through the traffic to the ground. <laughs> yeah. Celebrate a beautiful Port Adelaide away win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then straight back, straight back into the back into the, the airport. Well, there is an issue with that because um, because get flights out on the same night. Fuck it. I oh, know the, the red eye definitely. You can definitely get the red eye back. But photographs supplied by an AFL supporter in Shanghai. Here we go. Got a mole on the inside. Yeah, on the inside show that while the surface is improving. So it was obviously hideous, but it's getting better. It was on fire. Uh, officials will still need to prove it's up to AFL standards. Oh, no. Now, this is, this is a slight issue. Now, I don't know whether uh, the AFL has considered this, but um, and tell me if you, know, you see this as being a hindrance to the game being played there. But apparently there is no seating in the stands. <laughs> now, do you have an issue with no seating in the stands? But the I was a- always a big fan of Witten Oval. Oh, I don't yeah. care. I, I'd stand, I stand anyway. You have to stand? Mm, I get angry when I have to sit down. I stand anyway, and people behind me say, sit down. <laughs> I say, I stand. Yeah, you go. I actually I, stand, but I stand on two VB cans as well. Yeah, you go, I'm standing. that's how I've always watched. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm pretending it's the Chinese experience, idiots. <laughs> it's a bit of a furphy, that story. I thought it was a bit shit, that, that, that reference at least. By the fact, A, how do we know that... People just don't stand anyway at sporting events in China. Well, they have to. And B, also, yeah, as if uh, China have no ability to quickly, you know, create construction. They do have a rather record, a rather strong record of just throwing a bit of people power at it. Yeah, I, I don't know about that, Michael. They got a billion. They got a billion, baby. It's a round eight game. That's like one point three. It's massive. Yeah, it's a round eight game. I don't know if they can do it in time. Yeah, How even if it's even if it's bring your own chair, I, I don't think it'll work. That's four months. Yeah. So, so these Port Adelaide uh, people, three thousand of them, they've all got to pack a chair. Yes, but they won't care by the fact that they've been on a what probably eight, nine, ten hour flight. True. They get straight into the cab, so they're sitting again. Mm. What a great way to stretch your legs <laughs> for two and a half hours and watch. The oh, great hang on. How do they run around? Hang on, I didn't, I didn't realise. <laughs> That's how they pitch it. Is it a home game? Stretch your legs a, at the it's game. It's home for Port, It's right? a home game yeah. for Port. So by that logic, do they do never tear us apart at the start of it? Wouldn't that be fantastic? <laughs> oh, you would hope so. The Chinese. This, in this Chinese. could be the boom that In Excess needs in China. This yeah. could be regeneration. Oh, mm. JD Fortune, get your... Fortuna, mm. get your... <laughs> yeah. Get, get your suit back out again, my friend. Well, I didn't realise this, but the power conducted a reconnaissance mission in late November... That was after they found out that the ground no surface, so, the so ground surface was asphalt. <laughs> <laughs> they flew over pretty quick. Gosh, so they sent uh, Ken Hinckley, uh, the fitness chief Darren Burgess, oh, 
Oh, come on. You need, no, you need him. Because if he's saying run a lap, but the lap's not the proper size. Oh, he he says, does he like to check the air quality or something? To work well, out yeah, how to... potentially. Mm. Yeah, what do they need when they're over there? That's what they're going to have on the Gold Coast Suns. Suns are going to get edge. there. They're going to have a fucking clue. The uh, uh, this is my prediction for the 2017 season. Mm. Port Adelaide in free fall. <laughs> really? Kenny Hinckley. Gone. Head on the chopping block. Because of this. I'll tell you what, Kenny Hinckley, much better halfback flank than coach. 29 for the Cats. Loved it. No pressure. Could see everything ahead of him. Could see the ground ahead of him. Yeah. Now that he's coaching, he's like, what the f- are they throwing at me? He's in the right spot. He's in the middle. Yeah. Should be the back. Watch, oh, Jesus. Mate, six players went over as well. They trained and hosted junior footy clinics. How many people showed up? Well, 200? It say. No, it doesn't say. It doesn't say. They didn't have sheets. Of course it wasn't 200. <laughs> they haven't got the pulling power. So I'm just, I'm just a bit concerned. If, if you are a Port fan, I mean, buy your ticket. You've probably already bought them. But just, just be aware that you're going to have to, you know, take a chair. Now, am I right they get a week off after that game as well? Oh, so they'll get the bye, will they? Yeah, I think that's right. Okay, yeah, that's they, right. Get, they get a week off, but they have to holiday in Shanghai. Mm. Well, that's nice. Yeah. No, they've got to do four days, though. That's part of the condition. Yeah. Mm. No, I don't have an issue with that. Now, just quickly before we go, uh, we, we love footballers doing other things, and I think if I was a Richmond fan, I don't know if I'd be happy with this. Alex Wait Rance, a second. <laughs> right there. If well, you're a Richmond fan, you're not happy. You're not happy. Yeah, no. Uh, Alex Rance, we love Alex Rance. He's mm-hmm. great. He's handsome. He, uh, he considered giving up football, and that was in no way to get a better contract. He's he, going to uh, walk away. starting a school, isn't he? Oh, he's starting a school. Yeah, is that still on, on the table? Yeah, I believe. Well, I don't. I don't know. He's about to. Um, he's about to get his own segment on uh, postcards. He's oh, going to be a host on postcards. Fucking hell, the plate's full. What, where's he taking you to religious hotspots? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not sure. Now, if you're not familiar, I think there's a postcards in Adelaide and most of the metropolitan. Yeah. They are all different, aren't they? Yeah, I do believe so. And if you're from overseas, it's basically there's one for Victoria and they go around various places in Victoria. Yeah, they basically do the Great Ocean Road every episode, don't they? Yes, yeah. So they'll go to... It's kind of one of those shows. They go to kind of a and b and say it's fantastic to be here, it's great, and then the B&B says these are are $2,000 and they go away. It's a a paid ad. They go to a B&B and and they stand in the the front going, it's been fantastic and you can see the owner being a cunt in the background. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Surprisingly on those shows, they never say... A negative thing about the place, like they never go. Yeah, look, you know, well, that's what. That's there were some bikies hanging around yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, that meth lab that I walked into. Is that going to be? So th- that's what Rancy's there to do. It's more of a, an a current affair postcards. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he's going to go in. He's going to kick the door in. Okay, go, what are you fucking hiding out in the back? Where are the bed bugs? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful here. Excuse me one second. Whoa, who are you? <laughs> yeah, what are you doing here? So, I mean, he'll go to like the big koala mm. and all that sort of shit. But I just think it's going to take his focus off being one of the best backmen in the country. Absolutely. I don't already. think, don't get on Alex Rance to be in the All Australian team this year because he's going to be distracted. He's gone maybe One of the straight. best backmen in the country who likes to um, sucker punch people to the back of the head. Mate, it was an elbow <laughs> and it was Jack Watts. It's okay. <laughs> but do you reckon that's how he'll get into people's heads? He'll be like, have you been to Glen Rowan? <laughs> I'd be like, what? He goes, oh, mate, the, uh, the, Ned Kelly, the Ned Kelly display they got up there. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Ball goes sailing over their head. Ranty marks it. Bang. Rebound. Oh, oh gee, you haven't, you haven't lived until you've had a roast beef roll in Glen Rowan. Yeah. Until you've had Ned Kelly, Ned Kelly Calder, Cola. <laughs> Beautiful. So he'll, he'll just be in people's heads. Oh, I'm not sure it's a good thing. I think he needs to concentrate on his foot. I still think the best distraction that Alex Rance could do is just be the, the before the ball comes in. Mm. Is just lift his jumper, show the player next to him, point to his six-pack and yeah. go, have a look at that. Then, then rebound. 
then just absolutely run hard. Okay. Because he's he's that's sort of his thing, isn't he? That he's just like super brown and super ripped. Yeah. Super hot. But well, the, so kind of guy, the kind of guy you'd like to bring home to mother. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he doesn't he will refuse a blood transfusion. <laughs> <laughs> to wrap it up? Yes, we should. Thank you much for joining us, Nico. It's very kind of you. Oh. You guys do a prediction at the end of every episode? Uh, uh, here, here's our prediction right here. Women's League going to go off. Yes. Now, I'm, I'm going to be in Perth, so I won't get to go to the game. But, Adam, you're going to go on Friday. Yes, Carlton versus Collingwood. Move to Icon Park, which I think is a great move. I know it was going to be at Olympic Park, but I just think get people in. Let's, uh, let's you know, fill it as much as it can, I think. Is Icon, Icon Park formerly known as Princess Princess Park? Park, yes. Formerly known as Optus Oval. Occasionally known as uh, MC Labor Pan- Plan Park. And are there parts of Icon mm-hmm. that are kind of shut down? Uh, is it still up? Operational, so people can fill the whole ground up. I th- yeah, I believe so. I think I think it can hold around twenty twenty five thousand something so, like that. Oh, it's going to be chock a block. Yes, chock-a-block. I think it'd be great. I know that last year they had an Essendon Carlton preseason mm. game, and apparently it was a debacle in terms of getting food and drink and stuff. So yeah. forget about that. Yeah, never happened. I don't even know why I brought it up. No, they're ready to go. So we got yeah. Friday night, the debut, then two games on Saturday, and then one on Sunday as well. That's uh, right. Which one's in Melbourne? Uh, watching Ricky Jackson kick kick a couple of goals against the Chambers Hawks. Back in the uh, early nineties, when uh, when Hawthorne graced the uh, at Princess Park yeah. as home ground, I played a lot Along of games with Fitzroy. There. Yes, that's right. Mm. A lot of games there. Mm. Count Collingwood on the Friday, Icon Park, Adelaide Giants at Thimbleton Oval, Oval on the Saturday. Uh, Doggies versus Dockers at Witten Oval on the Saturday night, and then your friends the D's. Nico against yep. the Lions at Casey Fields on Casey the Sunday afternoon. Fields, that is a hike, baby. Yeah, yeah, but not for the people who live near Casey. God, the community in Casey. It's like the good people of Fremantle who want to go to Coburn. Oh, yeah. It's only the like twenty minutes. The community in Casey has really gotten around the women's team. That's really? great. They as, got around them on Christmas Day as well. As much as Gary Ablett wants to get around his family, <laughs> I don't think anyone not, can do that. much. Not quite. Yeah, I mean that's ridiculous. I mean, levels. and you have to give him a bit of a break. His his father is God, so. Well, that's true. Well, Christmas is a big, big occasion. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to get uh, we're going to get around me at yes. PerthFringeFringeWorld.com.au, February one to four, nine fifteen at mm-hmm. the theatre at the State Library. Life in moderation is the name of the show. It's going to be freaking hilarious. And then Melbourne International Comedy Festival, April ten to twenty three, uh, Imperial Hotel, nine forty five. Uh, we've got a stubby holders at BigCartel.JunkTime.com. There we go. And we're going to have our live show in a couple of months' time. We're going to feed you the little information about that as we go along. Yes. A, a late show, so it can get a bit loose. Yes, it is going yeah. to be a late show. It'll yeah. probably be on and about 11 o'clock. Hopefully get people who kind of uh, are a bit loose themselves too, so we yeah. can get a bit kind of a party time. Yeah, so hey, we're going to have... Guys, uh, can, you, can I just put in a request? Yeah. yeah. At the live show, mm. can you guys wear some real, like the best, the best of the best club merch from your own clubs? Like something that you really takes your fancy. You're like, that's actually, you know, I'll wear From that. current club merch? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, we can 2017 do club merch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Treat yourselves to a jumper or a jacket, whatever, yeah. and then wear it at the thing. Now, Paul Pooplo, nipple tassel, was it is then, Nico? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to head off. Thank you very little. Uh, we're going to junk time AFL pod at Gmail, junk time AFL pod at Facebook and Twitter. Fuck, there's a lot of things to talk yes. about, Adam. Keep coming with your players in real life. We love it. Thanks, Nico. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. See ya. Go Hawks. Go Blues. Go the uh, money things.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.